Welcome back. You're listening to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 44 for the week of February 22nd. This week we're going to be doing an Epcot catch-all show, so sit back and listen. And as always, you can contact us through the website, uh, clicking on theseamazingplaces.com and then the contact page. Um, hopefully you all followed us on Twitter uh, as I took my trip through Disney on uh, Friday, February 13th. Quite a fun day, and uh, I had a lot to do keeping up with family and things, but uh, we'll talk a little later about Twitter and following us there. Um, and we're on Flickr. We have lots of photos available. We have a small YouTube collection accumulating. Well, more videos will come throughout the year. Um, but then, uh, as always, we're also on iTunes. So stay with us. All right. Uh, as I said in the opening sequence there, uh, we're going to be doing an Epcot catch-all show. And uh, Adam is going to give us a little explanation of what that means. Well, it's basically all the miscellaneous things that you really don't hear. If we're going to talk to you know a specific attraction, you would hear this specific attraction. Well, this is like all the miscellaneous different things that, in fact, we could probably do many shows like this after today. But Definitely. considering the fact that I was just in Epcot, oh, what, like a week ago? And it's fresh on his mind, And it's everybody. fresh on my mind. and uh, He has a lot of things to say. Yes, a lot. And uh, a lot of them have to do with the Disney details, and a lot of them have to do with updated news. Um, but then uh, also the fact that uh, we, there's not a specific attraction that we're fo- focusing on for this podcast. It's just a miscellaneous slew of Epcot knowledge. So Okay, so uh, with that, we're going to start off here. We're going to start off with news and jump through some topics. So sit back and relax. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. First, we're going to talk about some refurbs. And uh, I will bring them up and we'll let Adam go through them since he was the, he was the uh, party that happened to be there at the time. Uh, refurb in Japan, Adam. What was going on there? Okay, um, if you are familiar with the pavilion, off to the right is Tempanito, the restaurant. We've showed pictures of that. And, and then on to the left is the taller building. Um, and then, correct me if this doesn't make sense, Doug, but it's the taller building that um, usually they're playing the drums on it throughout the time, but it it pokes up above the pavilion, and it's, uh, it's just taller. It's got more layers to it. But anyway, there was a drape around the entire pavi- that part of that building, and the top of it was kind of open, um, but the drape was covered, and you couldn't see what was behind the drape. And instead of just being a white cloth, it was actually a picture of the building on the drape. Yeah, which so, they do. Yeah, they do that in yeah. a lot of places. That's cool. So anyway, they were refurbing it, and I had no clue they were working on it. Um, but I did do want to mention this during illuminations when the countries light up. The I could see lights coming up from the top of the drape. So I knew that at least some lights were covered or turned on, okay. and so it was interesting how they were still working on it. So anyway, that's Japan. So okay, be aware so if you're uh, going to the parks, look for that and okay. uh, be aware. And uh, next we're moving on to China. Okay, China had, uh, there's an archway that enters into the pavilion, and they had really, the last time we were there in August, um, they had been doing a large refurb towards the back left of the pavilion. That is all completely finished. Uh, the front part, Nine Dragons, is ready to go, and we ate there. Uh, we'll do another show on that another week. But the archway had, uh, I think it had four posts, and two of the posts had, were covered. But on top of that, we went back farther into the pavilion towards the left, towards the shop there and uh, different things. There were three or four painters on scaffolding, which really ended up only being like 
eight feet high, but they had these small little tiny paintbrushes, and they were painting the little fine little lines within the China Pavilion. Like, if you look at the China architecture, it's usually like maybe like a six inch width of a beam, and within that beam will be like five colors, and so of stripes, and that's just the China architecture. But anyway, they're like, you know, in the just Disney detail fashion, brushes. just these little brushes, and I'm thinking. It's That's just incredible. This, uh, this professional painting company is in here painting these little brushes on the Disney. But anyway, it was kind of fun. I didn't take a picture of them because I didn't want to make them feel Okay, awkward, and I've got so. something down here, too, about Outpost. Okay, the Outpost is this, the, uh, I don't even, it's not even a country. It's not okay. labeled as a country, but it's as you walk from China across the little bridge and go towards, is it Germany that's next? Yeah, I think Germany's next. Um, there's a little thing called the outpost and when we were there in August it was all closed down nothing was open well it's a refreshment shop and it's basically um, a place where you can just get some snacks and there's a couple of drums there that some kids are banging on in fact I have some audio of it so we can play that right now all right So anyway, it's kind of similar to uh, when Animal you, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, Animal exactly, Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Path, where the kids can stop and yeah, yep. and I think it's right outside of Harambe or Africa in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, or it might I, be right in. I, I forget. Don't know, All I know is when you're standing there, you can get a great shot of Expedition Everest. Exactly. Yeah, yep, from that's it, right. So. Yes. So you're seeing the same Over thing the I'm seeing <laughs> as I'm talking about it. Uh, so okay. okay. Next, this one was completely unexpected. And it was the fountains were down. It's the, basically the dancing fountains. I, yeah. What is it? I you know what? I, I don't, don't even know what it's called, yeah. but it's the main fountain that dances. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. And it's, it's, there was a wall us. around it. And so they're down. And they're down, and that was on Friday, the Friday, the February thirteenth. So I don't know if I have no clue what the what's going on. Uh, hopefully they're not still down, and you're there, and you're expecting. But we were totally expecting it, and of course so they were down for repairs. Yep. Okay. Okay, the next one. Uh, okay, we want to do a little talking here about the barge from Illuminations. Uh, just go ahead. I can throw this in here, but I'll let you describe what was going on with that. The only thing I know is that there were talk before we got there that the barge in Illuminations was going to be down. So I'm kind of like, well, almost debating, well, should we continue ride rides because the, the lines are going to be short and we were with family that hadn't been to Epcot before. Or should we watch Illuminations? So I'm like, you know what? Let's just watch Illuminations. It's a great thing. And lo and behold, the barge was in it. And it was... And, but it, it was, was still the, like it was how we described in an earlier podcast. Exactly. The same the same thing. The, the, the globe has screens on it with video. That was working. It opens up. There's flame balls spitting out at the end. There's fireworks. The whole shebang. So uh, it was, to my knowledge, completely fine, and and it hadn't been refurb yet. I know because a couple of the bulbs in the ball in the globe had uh, weren't lit. So, but that's typical to uh, what I saw in August. If you okay, uh, the next one I want you to give a little description of this, since I know we've talked about it, was the uh, Kim Possible World Showcase Adventure. You saw some stuff going on with that. Yes, it's uh, if you we talked about it before, but. I saw some kids running around, and basically this isn't really a refurb. This is a new thing they've added to the parks, and it is a fun little adventure for kids and adults, too, if you wanted to do it, but you basically have a cell phone that talks to you as you travel throughout World Showcase, and 
As you travel, it tells you little facts about different things of the pavilion you're in. And uh, throughout the participation, within each pavilion, you'll be able to do little secret things within the pavilion. For example, if you go into like China, and it'll tell you, okay, now go to this spot. And then it'll say, now hit this button or go to this part. And maybe like a statue head will turn its head to the left and then look back at you. But it's all within behind glass, so it's not something that you can be controlling without this little Kim Passable thing. And so it's just kind of a little fun or interactive um, Okay, and then you saw game. signs around, uh, yep. giving directions, basically, somewhat of directions to clues. Yep. Okay. And it, it, it's, it's the logo of the Kim Possible thing, and it says, Clue This Direction. It has a little arrow, so if you get lost and you're trying to find it, it kind of gives you that idea. Okay, so. and as we were talking about this, I'm going to bring it up uh, here. It's not really news, but it was kind of news to me. Uh, the Epcot Passport. Yes. What is that again for people who don't know? Okay. Or maybe just me. Or for you, because you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, since it's obviously a world showcase, you're traveling around countries, the Epcot Passport allows you to... Um, visit the countries and then you get stamps for each country that you're in once you go to the to the section of the uh, park where or not the park the pavilion where someone a cast member is actually sitting there and they uh, they actually write in their language so it's kind of like for example my wife went on her birthday they wrote a happy birthday in every language whenever she went across and it's a signed passport so it looks kind of like a US passport it's got the Disney logo and stuff on it and Mickey Mouse and um, but anyway, the the thing is called Kidcot is where you go to each location, and there are signs usually for those to show you where it's at. But uh, the Kim Possible is like another area similar to that. So and Kim Possible is broke up in each country. It's a different thing. We've exactly. Gone through this it's not before. the same. Yep. yep. So we won't rehash it again. Uh, I just wanted to get a little bit of a description since you were there, and what you saw. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. Next thing I've got is. Uh, and Soren, you were in the queue for Soren. Ah. And uh, you know what? Uh, you've got a little bit of audio here to describe what you saw. So let's play that, and then maybe we'll come back and, and uh, put a touch on that. Okay. I don't know what the queue line is looking like, but we're in Soren, and there's like a video game going on, and they have like a timing thing. So, and we're on the fast pass side, so there's a big wall separating us, but it looks interesting. Like they've upgraded something. So. Okay, so I don't. That doesn't really give you a very good description. But let me tell you what I saw. Um, back in August, there was nothing on the queue in, in Soren. It was just a line, and you're waiting. Um, now it it appeared we took the fast pass so we weren't standing in this queue and we didn't have this option so if you take fast pass you won't have it but when we walked past i could see on the other side of the wall there are screens and there was a countdown on the screen kind of like from like two minutes and it was counting down but kids were waving their arms up in the air like almost as if they're sticking their hands in a projection and it was like doing things on the screen kind of like a video game does that make any sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to make sure that I describe that well enough. But all I could hear, you can hear it in the audio. They're just cheering like crazy and like, oh, go, 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 and stuff like that. And I'm like, unless we stood in line for the 60-minute wait, uh, we weren't going to experience that. But anyway, uh, I might actually end up, you might end up doing that if you want to just stand in line the next time you're there. Yeah, but yeah, we can do that. 
just to see what it's fun. about. Well, mm-hmm. I knew that a long time ago I heard someone talk about that this they were going to put it in to kill some of the monotony while you're waiting yeah. in line, but I never have heard anybody. Every time I've heard anybody ask a question about it, nobody has a description yeah. about what it is or what's going on. So, so this was the first time that I had actually heard somebody say something about what they'd seen and that it was actually running and what happens and stuff like that. So And we've discussed the Soren Q before. It's kind of just the same. There's nothing. I mean, the ceiling is pretty plain, and there's no pictures or anything. Well, now this adds to the queue, and hopefully it's a little more um, fun and ready to wait, just like a Disney queue would be. So, Okay. So that takes care of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me jump back to all, so real quick to the barge and remind everybody that we will have pictures of the barge setting in daylight uh, yes. that we'll be putting up on Flickr. And so you can kind of get an eye, uh, eyeball, whatever, get an eyeball on that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I want to, I took a picture. Ah, of, an eyeball. <laughs> anyway. Is that an inside right. joke or something? No, no, that was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to, I'm going to put up a picture of the menu from the outpost. It's just a snack bar. But to give you prices available for the outpost oh, when you're cool. there. Okay. So and uh, give you an idea what the menu is like. It's a real small snack menu. So anyway, that'll go along with the barge. Okay, and I've got uh, something here that kind of jumps out of the park a little bit, but we can do that uh, for a second. Uh, American Idol is open. Oh, yeah. Of course, you weren't there, but... Part but, of the news. Yeah. And that's over in Hollywood Studios, Yes, but that's part of the news. So and my wife watches it on TV, so if you saw it on TV, they actually mentioned Walt Disney World and had a little 30-second blip about it, which was kind of cool from my perspective because I'm thinking, oh, they're advertising on the parks on TV. That's pretty good because it obviously it was part of the contract probably, but... right. It gets yeah. people into the parks because considering our economic situation of the country. Yeah. So. Or, yeah. However, we're going to shape somebody's in out there. So, hey, uh, anyway, uh, so now we're going to hit some of the, uh, we're going to go away from news and we're going to hit what, what I kind of consider to be some of the finer details or details and finer details of, uh, of uh, the park, of Epcot. And then we might jump outside a little bit just to uh, uh, touch on some other things. Uh, detail thing uh, fairies. The fairies uh, on World Showcase. Okay. Um, we'll con- let's consider this a tip because we took the wrong ferry. So all of you out there that have not taken the inside. You know, people are going to roll their eyes when we say this and think, <laughs> man, these guys, I tell you. <laughs> anyway. Well, okay. Let me explain the situation quickly. I was just going to walk around World Showcase because me, big long legs, I'm just going to like jet yeah. across. Two or well, three steps and he's covered the place. Well, we were with my wife's grandparents and... So they, they, you know, Grandpa comes up to me and he's like, "Why don't we just take the ferry?" And I'm like, "What a great idea! I didn't even think about it." So I'm thinking, and it's not a, it's, it's a very you comfortable day. You young buck. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very comfortable day, 78 degrees in February. It's really nice and comfortable Florida. for you. Yeah, uh-huh. 78. Twenty some yeah. year old legs, no problem, man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. The ferry only goes to one country and comes back to that same there, country. There are two ferries, and each one jumps from... They go from one place to the other, right? Yep. And... Canada, the one closest to Canada, goes to Morocco and back. And that's all it does all day long. The other one near Mexico goes to Germany and back. And that does that all day long. So, don't get on the wrong ferry if you're... And <laughs> we, we were headed to China, and we <laughs> we got a, We were in Canada, <laughs> we were headed to China, and I went to Morocco. So, it was like... So, you got... Oh, it was man. like not even... Okay, the and wrong, you know what? Wrong way, we so. have some audio of this on the ferry. Oh, So yeah. go ahead and play it. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, our next stop will be Morocco. After Morocco, we're coming right back to Canada. 
For your safety, please remain seated till the boat comes complete stop. And if you're standing, hold on to an upright person. Okay, so we just had a little break here. And <laughs> I can't believe it. We're talking about Twitter, and if you don't know what Twitter is, you just... You it's kind of a social media thing where you can go on and tell people where you're at and what you're doing. And you get live constantly, updates. And you can do it through your phone. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, the whole intent of me going to the park was, oh, yeah, I'll just text what we're doing while we're Send doing it. Send pictures in through TwitPic and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And so, oh, man. So I, here's the story. <laughs> I see a picture come up of Spaceship Earth. And Adam's like, and I'm like, cool, yes, he's in the park, and yes, and I'm entering the park or something like right. that he put there. And then all of a sudden, it was like the next thing I knew, he, he was saying something about illuminations, and then it was like, what a great day. And, that was <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, man, that was a quick day, wasn't it? Oh, it just, you know. Maybe it's not funny to you guys. It's, I just can't believe it. it. Considering my situation and the fact that we were, I was with six people, I had a video camera, had pictures with me i had a microphone Audio. and yeah. i'm like trying to push a wheelchair and we're like trying to figure out i'm the only one that knows where we're going next <laughs> sounds like me in a park so yeah. i'm like the yeah. one deciding where we're going next oh yeah. my gosh it so, was... <laughs> so basically adam took all these pictures and had them on his phone but he bought didn't bother to really send them in to yeah. twitter and so i'm thinking well okay where's the pictures at what's going on <laughs> maybe he died in the park i don't know <laughs> i'm thinking did they throw him into like world showcase or something I, oh <laughs> Or I choked on that brat that yeah, I never said the well, picture yeah, of. <laughs> yeah, he said something about a brat, and my son said, is that a brat that he just said? And, but then there was no picture oh, yeah, that came. So, my anyway, goodness. So that, so, was the, that was the Twitter experience uh, for, the, for the day. So kinda. speaking of which, I'm going to now send those pictures in. So yeah, by so, the time you hear this, they see, will be on the Twitter they'll page. They'll be on Twitter, right. At least you get an idea. Um, did I send the night picture of Spaceship Earth in? Yes, I think you did. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, because so it was I got like the, the beginning of the day and the end, <laughs> the of, the end of the day. The bookends were Spaceship Earth, and basically everything that happened in between didn't exist. <laughs> it was like you just stopped and stood in one place oh, and went to sleep. Narcoleptic or something. You know? Okay, so okay. if you totally, yeah, you probably weren't getting that I have that no idea what the heck or care what we're talking about. Whatever. Right so the, what we wanted to do was transition into the whole point we went to Disney was to go for my father-in-law's birthday. And, and enjoy the celebrators. And it was kind of the promotion that Disney was doing at the time. And they still are this whole year. Anyway, um, I don't know what to say except, except for the fact that um, it was great because he had a pin on when we got in the park. They gave him a special... But uh, now let's talk about how smooth your transition into the park went. Okay. Um, if you remember me talking about it previous shows, you had to register the name, and then you also had to bring a birth certificate and a photo ID in to prove that it was your birthday. Otherwise, and they take they take good two minutes to type in some stuff on the computer and verify. So they don't just, oh, here you go, here's your pass, see you later. And uh, so he did that. He typed it all in, and uh, um, John is his name. He actually got a ticket that said happy birthday on it. And the guy said, here you go. It's only good for one park one day. Here it is. Enjoy. And so once he used it through the turnstiles, that's what made it valid for Epcot. Um, but, uh, and then he got a pin and it said, today's your birthday or something like that. Happy birthday, John. And, uh, he wore that all day and no matter where we went, people were saying, happy birthday. And there, you That's know, cool. we did this when uh, my was wife it, it was, was just there. cast members of saying happy birthday, right? Actually, other, other people did. That's cool. And in fact, we <laughs> ran into... Especially if maybe it was their birthday. Exactly. We ran into other people and John would go, hey, happy birthday. <laughs> and they turned around and they were like, oh, thanks. And they were kind of <laughs> confused because they didn't see his pin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so wow, that was kind of okay. fun because it was in line. And there were tons of people that were birthdays that day. It was so amazing. it's working. Oh, yeah. 
Interesting. And, and I saw couples. I saw. Well, I mean, um, that's firsthand because I've never really heard anybody say how they. You know, we've talked. Well, maybe it's working because the numbers seem to be staying up or whatever yeah. coming into the new year here. But this is firsthand knowledge. You being in the parks, you saw that it's working. Yep. Um, but great. also there are other pins you can get. I think there's an anniversary pin. There's uh, there's other different ones that are available. Um, so, But as far as the birthday, also I wanted to uh, talk about the cake. We ordered a cake specially for him. Um, now, there are different sizes, and I don't remember all of the prices. I know that there's a generic one you can order. I think it's a 6-inch. I ordered the 8-inch, which is actually there were six of us, and we ate half of it. So it's probably 12 could eat it good it was 32 dollars, but it comes specially decorated in fact you know what i'm gonna put that up in Flickr because i took a picture hey, of you it you do have a picture That's and fine. uh it's got little mouse ear decorations on it and it was 32 dollars, decorated pretty nicely and it tasted awesome it was cool. it was a great cake well, plus it's yeah hey it's and birthday. uh yeah yeah and uh i had to call ahead of time you can call the birthday cake line get that ordered and delivered right to our table at Nine Dragons where we ate. Um, and we'll talk about Nine Dragons the next next time when we talk about China. But uh, it was great. Uh, they even sang happy birthday to him at the restaurant in the Chinese guys. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. It was just kind of funny with their little accent. And uh, But also, if you don't want to order a birthday cake, you don't have to. They The table right next to us, somebody was celebrating, and they actually just gave him a little birthday. No birthday for them. <laughs> they had a little card, the same card they gave John, and uh, it was like a little piece of cake with a candle or something. Something small, but um, but at least we had our whole table enjoyed, and we took it to go with us, and it was That's great. That's great. Very good cake. It was like double layered with icing in the middle and the icing on top. And I could choose either chocolate or white. We got white because John That's likes cool. white. Well, so that was, I mean, middle. that was really the point, one of the points of the trip. Oh, so. totally. And, and, and he we said we were going to talk about it. So, hey. Yeah. yeah and I, I'm really, again, impressed with the, the way Disney kind of, uh, you can tell, I'm reading a book. We'll talk a lot more about it later, but how Disney does business. And you can tell. From the time we went with my wife when it was her birthday, just they almost just kind of said, "Oh, happy birthday, happy birthday, whatever." This time when John was going, um, they would they would joke and they would say things like, "Oh, happy birthday! How old are you? Twenty one?" And then he would say, "Oh yeah," and they the joke along with him. And I know for a fact that they probably filtered that down through the cast member tears to say, "Hey, you know, do something a little bit more. Let's plus it this time. Let's make it. This well, is a year. It's a celebration. It's, it's a celebration. It's what are we going to celebrate the whole year? And that's what the point of the Disney promotion is. The whole Disney details and all that stuff. So. Good. So it's not like a uh, what is it? I want to say." We're, okay, fine, great. You get your tickets. See you. Good. Have a good time in the park. Oh, yeah. Right. They Much make it more. into actually something mm-hmm. that means something, yep. not just a free ticket. That's great. That's so, Disney. Anyway, the I wanted package. to thoroughly say that. Um, if you have questions about it, I'd be more than willing to share anything uh, with our experience more and if you want to hear more about it or whatever. So. Okay. At this point, uh, Adam, you had somebody within your party who was using a wheelchair for the day and... Um, you had some stuff that you wanted to, to speak about on that. Yep. And so take away, take it away. Okay. So, yes, most of you probably, I don't know, who knows? I don't even know who's listening. Um, some people may be already in a wheelchair before they get to the park, so obviously you've got your own chair. You don't have to worry about that. If you are older and maybe like we were with grandparents in our family and grandma couldn't walk, the whole distance of the park because it's a long ways all the way around World Showcase. We knew right off the bat, well, maybe we should get a wheelchair for her. So, Listen, this is no different when I had 
to what ten uh, year olds? Yeah, and you guys or got eight a and a ten year old, and we got a tandem stroller. And you know what? It made it a lot more comfortable for them. So speaking no of different. Speaking of that, do you know how much the stroller was? Do you remember it all? No. Is it like twenty five? I, I think I, I thought it was twenty five dollars okay. for the day. A wheelchair is only ten. So. Okay. Ten bucks, but that's pushing someone or well, them. and it's a half do thing a lot of times for the wheelchair. Where yeah, the stroller you can you can do without. I mean, that's true. It makes it miserable, but yeah, you could do without. Mm-hmm. So that's I thought ten bucks is a great deal considering it's a wheelchair for the day. And you know, if we had a montage of screaming kids in the park right now, I could play that, and that <laughs> would be like a, a way of saying, yeah, you could do without the stroller and have tired kids, and here's what they sound like. <laughs> or tired grandma means you just can't go as well, and it's not tired. enjoyable. Yeah. Let's face it. I mean, exactly. Yeah, it's just not, I, it's not enjoyable for her. That'd be a testimony yeah. for her. She enjoyed herself so much. By the end of the day, we were fine because we had walked. She had. She enjoyed herself. See, that's great. It was great for that's her. That's great. But uh, also, you can get a motorized wheelchair, which is it's kind of like those things you see. ECV. In, yeah. Yeah, Walmart or wherever. Yeah. Um, it and was sixty-five bucks. To rent those, so it's a little more pricey, but you do get a $20 deposit back when you return so it. basically unda- 45 for the day. Yep. That's not bad. And so, you know what, too? Before I forget, let's uh, remind them. Well, let's tell them. That you're going to put a picture up of a new Segway. Yeah, I that, forgot about uh, that. Mm-hmm. It'll be up on Flickr. And I just heard about these things, and I think they, they were only put in the park because of a lawsuit. Really? Was brought by some people who said that they use their Segway as their their means of getting around uh-huh. they both of them i think it was a husband and wife or something like that and so because of that they actually have them in the park now okay. so that the people people can't just bring their own segways into the parks huh. uh so they actually provide well, them okay so let's explain that a little bit it kind of goes back to our podcast about the tours where we talked about what you could do in the parks ebcat has the segway tour where you can do the segways well um, this was within that area in Interventions, so it was behind the the little railing. So you couldn't actually go just take it out. You had to pay for the tour to use it. But it's a, it's a sit-down Segway, yeah, and, and you'll this, see it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really – I've seen them before. Uh, they're not what most people are going to think of when you think of a Segway. Right. Most people are thinking of the balanced vehicle that stands up with a handlebar. And this looks more like a four-wheeled tricycle kind of, but – I know there are a lot of neat things. If it's the same one that I'm thinking of, there are a lot of neat things it can do. It can stand up on two wheels up to six feet Oh. and balance on just those two wheels. Oh. Uh, it can climb stairs. Uh-huh. It can do a lot of things like Interesting. that. Interesting. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I read about them several years ago. Hmm. So anyway, that was a little bit of a so, departure just because yeah. I wanted to get that in there so people could take I'm a look at the pictures. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Um, what I was going to comment on was kind of partially to the fact that if you do get a wheelchair or need some kind of motorized device, but also if you're coming into the park with a wheelchair. Um, I just wanted to kind of go around the parks. Um, we noticed several locations where kind of when you're going up to bridges, if you're pushing someone in a chair, you got to push pretty hard to get up. It's a little bit of an incline. It's not a lot. But if, you know, if grandma's in the wheelchair and you guys aren't used to pushing, grandpa's pushing her, which this is what our case was, he kind of got a little tired on the hills. And so we switched off and passed it around. We had six in our family, so we could do that. But uh, it's not 100% flat the entire time. Uh, Let's see. The Mexican pavilion, when you get to that, the ramp is off to the right. It's in the shade once you get there. And then you kind of have to go up a hill to get there. Uh, there's a double set of doors, and then once you're inside the pavilion, there's one little ramp that gets you down. But um, other than that, it's flat. Uh, the China Pavilion, the ramp is, um, you kind of have to, if you go to the left, it tours towards Nine Dragons. 
uh, which is the left uh, part of the where the restaurant is. You can go to go back there, and it's pretty flat, and then that gets you up to the Reflections of China ride. We'll talk about that more when we talk about the China Pavilion. Um, and then the only other things I was thinking of um, is the Land Pavilion, which is the the pavilion with Soren living with the land, and those are in the basement. So it's when you walk in the pavilion, it's actually an inclined pavilion, uh, inclined hill to get up to it. It's all flat, but going up that hill may be a challenge in the chair. But you can leave your chair and then walk the rest, which is what we did with uh, Grandma most of the time. But uh, there's an elevator. Once you get inside, you go to the left, take the left path, and then around the corner there's restrooms and then an elevator to take you downstairs. And as soon as you come out of the elevator, the Soren is right there. Um, that's where also there's... And now somebody who can't walk and do the queue line, though, they can take their wheelchair and yes. transfer from there, correct? Yep. The Soren is completely 100% flat the entire transition. There's okay. ramps to get you around. There's no steps, and I know they do it on purpose. And plus, Soren itself, the ride has enough room that you can transfer into the ride. Uh, the way the chairs are spaced, you have plenty of room to get in and get out right. with the chair. Okay. So... Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, most of the Epcot, uh, obviously Disney takes care into thinking about people in wheelchairs or people that maybe are in a walker. I saw a, a girl, she had something to do with her knees, mm-hmm. but she was using a walker that had wheels on it. Yep. So you kind of, you know, she scooted and walked at the same time. Yeah. And and she could just have braces on her legs, it, on her knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So probably, yeah, there's, yeah. So, and I know she did fine because I saw her walking right next to where the fountain was and stuff and, uh. Um, but anyway, just to kind of put a little little bit out there in case you are going to go with grandparents, you're going to go as a family, the options and the prices for uh, getting a wheelchair or any kind of accessibility there. So. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. At this point, uh, we're going to to actually go into, I think we're going to do a, maybe a sound montage. What we wanted to be able to do was take some of the sounds that Adam recorded as he moved throughout the park. Nothing specific and uh, with that we want to just be able to kind of take you through the park and we might do some descriptions as to with each sound as to where you're moving uh, or some maybe we'll leave it leave it to kind of uh, if you've been there maybe as you move through you'll try to you can listen to it and think oh yeah hey I remember where that is yeah I might do that just to make it the audio was kind of just me <laughs> heading to China from Morocco and all kinds of other yeah, places. Yeah, there's a whole story behind that. Yeah, but Adam, uh, Adam I can say that for another time. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We're so, going to do a show on China, and so we'll throw that stuff in there at that point maybe, okay. uh, along with a lot of other things on China. So, all right, with that, uh, we're going to uh, throw in the montage. Uh, you can listen to that, and then we'll come back and say see you later. Yep, enjoy. Okay, so just uh, to put some audio in here, I begin my journey. This is in Germany, and I'm starting to walk.
Now we're shortly transitioning into the outpost area and you'll begin to hear the kids banging on the drums. begin to cross the bridge and the China music starts to pipe in a little more. right here is the dancers and the aerobic um, entertainment that's going on in China and the pavilion. Okay. Uh, that was, uh, I, I don't know. I like this ambient sounds. I like moving through the park. So uh, I guess so, the reason why we kind of wanted to put that together, why I wanted to, to kind of hear it, was... Um, Sometimes it's neat to hear that, and actually when you get into the parks and you kind of can put yourself back into that place, you're walking mm -hmm. through and all of a sudden you hear the music, and it's weird. You're kind of in, you're in your headphones all of a sudden hearing it. So hopefully yeah. it works that way for you. And I know you said that the last, your 20, last 30 trip. times. Yeah. <laughs> I think Animal Kingdom no, was someplace you've that You've never said it on that. the show. You've right. told me that. And I really, I mean, I think that's kind of cool. It really did work that way for me. Uh, I listened to a show on Animal Kingdom that some, another podcaster had done several times. And when I walked into the park, and I the music caught my ear, and it just triggered in my brain, and there I was yeah. in my headphones. And so, it was great. It was it's kind of fun. I don't know. There's always this little, uh, for me also, you enjoy your time in the parks, but when you get home, you still kind of want to reminisce a little. Yeah. And all these kinds of things are fun. Listening to podcasts, watching, seeing pictures, putting them on your desktop at work, stuff like that, I think. Right. It kind of yep. helps you just kind of re revisit that and think, what a great time it was, and that's why I, I mean, totally, this audio makes me think of the time I was there. Yep. It's like, what a great time it was. So. And speaking of revisiting, we're going to uh, touch here on what we're going to do next week. Okay, so next week, we have not covered any other places besides Walt Disney World in Florida. We're going to cover someplace, not in Walt Disney, but it is in Florida. And in fact, this was just uh, kind of a little thing. We didn't actually stay in Lake Buena Vista or Orlando when we were there this past trip to Disney. Um, and so we're going to cover a lot of just little out-of-the-way places that you may not even know about. And maybe you even live in Florida and you don't even know about these places. I'm hoping. Because that's what our podcast is mainly about when we aren't covering Disney. <laughs> right, right. So, And we love to cover those places that you're like... Wow, I didn't even know this existed. Or maybe I've never been there and I live right down the street. So um, in, in reality, we're going to be uh, talking about Siesta Key, Sarasota, Florida, Plant City, Florida, and Lakeland, Florida, and just kind of the, just a and bunch of stuff. And through some of the little places mm -hmm. that you ate at and where you stayed and the beaches that you went to. And yep. So. And uh, hopefully it kind of gives you some... Uh, an idea, uh, maybe a place to vacation and hit Disney at the same time, or who knows, maybe just to hit it gets you out of the bubble. Nice. Yeah, exactly. For a little so. bit. So there's nothing wrong with that. Definitely. So that'll be fun. Okay. Um, well, until next week, everybody, enjoy your week. Stay warm wherever you're at. 
or maybe you're living in Arizona, and so stay cool. Only, yeah, <laughs> it's only cool there in the evening. So, <laughs> hey, uh, we will catch you then uh, next week. Thanks. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. Okay, I need everybody standing on their own gliders, please. Everybody on their own gliders. If there's one in front of you, take a step up, please.